man. Corleone, man. Song of the week, mission. Let's go. Baby, girl, I'm on a mission. I don't need no distractions. I don't mean to sound cocky. What I want, I can have it. Facts. What I want, I can have it. <laughs> Baby, girl, I'm on a mission. I don't need no distractions. I don't mean to sound cocky. What I want, I can have it. You can call me what you want. Just know one thing I ain't average. I know they mad about something. I don't know what's the matter. Baby, girl, I'm on a mission. I don't need no distractions. I don't mean to sound cocky. What I want, I can have it. You can call me what you want. Just know one thing I ain't average. You know they mad about something. I don't know what's the matter. Algebraic expression, someone tell me what the problem is I'm a real boss, man, ain't really know how handle business Better ask about me, a hundred rounds on the chop, I know he ain't surviving A lot of niggas really having me, it's scared to admit it But it's cool, I ain't tripping, I do this to motivate the trenches ha, It's really all about a profit, I can give it to you raw I can serve it to your cut, dead presidents in my pocket August cemetery, all this ice around my neck, it got me dripping like it's melting I came a long way from section 8 in public housing And I ain't reached my Pitical, I'm far from ordinary Baby girl, I'm on a mission I don't need no distractions I don't mean to sound cocky What I want, I can have it You can call me what you want Just know one thing I ain't average I know they mad about something I don't know what's the matter Baby girl, I'm on a mission I don't need no distractions I don't mean to sound cocky What I want, I can have it You can call me what you want Just know one thing I ain't average I know they mad about something I don't know what's the matter I like them with a small waist and nice zip So when I'm in it from the back I get a nice grip She wants Chanel and that Gucci That expensive shit and it ain't tricking if you got it, so I'ma break off. You dig that? Baby girl, I'm on a mission. I don't need no distractions. I don't mean to sound cocky. What I want, I can have it. You can call me what you want. Just know one thing I ain't average. I know they mad about something. I don't know what's the matter. Baby girl, I'm on a mission. I don't need no distractions. I don't mean to sound cocky. What I want, I can have it. You can call me what you want. Just know one thing I ain't average. I know they mad about something. I don't know what's the matter. Know that. Sir, that was Mission Man by Man Coleon. We call you Mr. Q93 now, huh? <laughs> I guess so, man. Facts, facts. Now, um, how did how the song came about, bro? Uh, the song came about. I was really trying to do something different. I was uh -huh. tired of the drill rap, whatever you want to call it, street rap. I'm like, damn shit, I'm tired of that shit. Like, uh -huh. I need to do something. No, I'm trying to grab some more, you know, some more listeners. Like, All it's right. cool to, you know, please my fans and the supporters that I got now. But I'm like, man, I need something else. Uh -huh. So I ended up, I have uh, some equipment that me and my cousin went half on. Right. We got inside the crib for us to kind of work on our craft some more. Uh -huh. So I ended up throwing a beat on because I freestyle. So uh -huh. I ain't want to go to the studio and spend $200 on studio time <laughs> on that type up. of beat or something okay. and just be like, man, I ain't come up with nothing. Right. So I ended up finding that beat, and uh, I don't really listen to the beats long enough to really, like, kind of, because I feel like if I listen to it and rap to it and try to find a flow for it, I'm going to mimic that flow, and mm -hmm. I can do more stuff with okay. just listening to it and just coming straight out. So I ended up was inside, just locked myself in, recording myself, and shit flowed out. And I'm like, all right, cool. I I'm feeling this. I'm, all, right, all right, cool. But um, I had a little bit of auto-tune. I didn't have all of the auto-tune on that program. So mm -hmm. I had a little bit of auto-tune. And I ain't recorded with auto-tune at first. I didn't. I, I, just, I thought it was going to be nice, raw with my regular voice. All right. And uh, once I heard the auto-tune on it, I'm like, nah, this, the auto-tune got to go on it. Yeah, it's better. <laughs> so I just threw that on there. And, like, the second verse, I know you hear kind of like the uh, tribute to Soldier Slim or whatever. The case may be like, I like one with a small ways and nice. Uh -huh. I was just trying to, like, it was just like eight bars or whatever the case may be. So I was trying to do something. To it, huh? Yeah, add some new honors to it. Okay. So just to stamp it like that. Now, this your first song um, on the radio? Yeah, yeah. Now, how does that go? You change up your style for once, and <laughs> your, the first song, well, one, probably one of the first songs, they oh, hit the radio. What that means? Wait, that I'm kind of, wait, really? 
it was it's the second one. But second the first one. the first the first radio show it was like uh I don't know if you ever heard of him, his name Dime P or something like that. I think I heard uh, of him. Yeah, he he had like a little radio going and it was like in Lake Charles or something mm-hmm. like that, Lafayette. It was like a little small um station where they played the stuff at. But I was like seventeen at the time. Was it a drill song? Uh yeah, okay. yeah. It was it was a drill song. But different different style, first time. Mm-hmm. I mean it felt it felt good. I ain't gonna lie. I, mean, <laughs> I was I'm still I heard in shock. Y'all now. Kinda, yeah, I'm still kind of in shock. Like, man, what in the world going on? Like, it, it's crazy because I was just talking about this on another podcast where a lot of the um, artists in New Orleans they say um, um, the radio not playing the local songs and stuff. And it's crazy because I just seen it on your page that they played a song. So, mm-hmm. what are you? Th- what are your thoughts on that about the um, radio not playing local songs? I think they want. It wanted to be played twenty four seven mainstream on the radio, like how mm-hmm. they play Chris Brown, they play Drake, they play. But mm-hmm. the thing is, everybody not making music for the radio. Right. I don't understand that. Like that song when I was making that, mm-hmm. I was literally making. As you that can was your tell, target audience. Yeah, as you can tell, it has no. It has one curse word in it, and I said nigga one time, mm-hmm. but it's blurred out. You see what I'm saying? But other than that, it was kind of almost impeccable to what I didn't use any curse words. But people not making music for the radio, so okay. it's like they can't promote violence out there on the damn radio. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's like. You gotta understand. You gotta know. You gotta know your audience when you're making music. So Facts. you can't just look for somebody to go straight and stamp it on the radio. I mean, you hot. You got a buzz, but it's just like everything can go on the radio. Like Bounce has his own segment on Saturdays. Yep. You see what I'm saying? And they got their own segment for local artists on Thursdays nights. But a lot of people don't do that because they don't actually listen to the radio. I didn't know that as yeah. well. But I heard it when he said, um, "We've been promoting your song the whole week." And what, yeah. what, what do you call it? Um, Nolan Next. Nolan Next. Yeah. yeah. Nolan Next. Up. Yeah. So what they was doing, he was playing like a little one minute snippet or what, like, uh, yo, it's Trey White, uh, our artist of the week, man, calling on. And it was letting the song run in the background. And he was telling artists, if you want to get on the radio, you got a song, go send us the RSC code and uh, make a clean version of it and bring it to us. See, okay. that's another thing. You got to have a certain code to mm-hmm. get your music on the radio. Mm-hmm. So you got to pay for that. But a lot of artists don't even pay for beats. I so. know that. That's kind of like um, a podcast. Um, Cool. We, yeah. we get that same thing. Um, now, we um, went to the radio, but we want to bring it back a little bit to your story of who is Maine Coleone and where did he come from. So, first of all, let's talk about the name. Maine Coleone, I think, of some mafia type shit. So, where you was going with the name? <laughs> all right, cool. So, I mean, I came up with the name. like Because at first, I started off with hella names. I started off with uh, King Man. I started off with J117. I just like I just landed it like my mama called me Maine. Like, started like, off with Lil Maine, a young man. No, no. <laughs> I thought about it. Dude. I thought about it. All right, but um, I, my mama called me Maine. Like if you know me, you gonna call me Maine. You see what I'm saying? If you, some people choose to call me Jermaine. That's my mm-hmm. government name. But I just like a lot of people call me Maine. So I just stuck with the Maine because that's something she called me. But okay. the Corleone, it just come from like a. Uh, like you said, a mob background, like The Godfather was my favorite movie. Okay. And my name Jermaine. I was named Jermaine after my Godfather, my daddy's best friend. So it so all ties I, in. Yeah, it just ties in. I just put it together like it's what it is. And that's just how I stamped it. And I mean, it. that's when I started getting a buzz actually after that name. I wanted to change it plenty of times. Like, man, I don't <laughs> like this name. Then Baton Woods rappers started throwing it at the back of their name. So every time I did a concert, I had like a little drop top, flat top fleet. They were like, oh, you from Baton Woods? I'm like, man. <laughs> Damn. Now, speaking of that, where are you from? Hollygrove. Hollygrove. From Hollygrove. Yeah. So this is where, for people who don't know, this is where Lewayne is from, right? Yeah, correct. Now, how was it growing up in Hollygrove? Uh, shit. I mean, I ain't have no worries. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, I'm gonna be honest. I ain't have no worries. Like, 
growing up, it was just I, I see my grandparents most of the time. Okay, so that's where they stayed at, and uh, my daddy lived down there. He was working off shoe, but he also did his thing on the side or whatever came may be. So he made sure they bills was paid, and it was good. Like I didn't, we didn't see, I didn't see you know, any no uh like no real violence. I know I seen plenty of violence. <laughs> Oh hell yeah! I seen. Sorry y'all, you seen violence. Yeah, I seen plenty of violence, but like I ain't never really seen no like no actual struggle until I got up to okay, like probably okay. twelve or thirteen when my daddy passed. All right. So it was kind of like my grandmother and them was struggling, like not struggling, but they was kind of like scrambling, like what the hell are we gonna okay. do? Cause he paying the bills, they retired. Mm-hmm. So it was like shit, it just started, shit started going downhill, and that's where everything really transpired and kicked off. But other than that, I was really worried about football, baseball. I wasn't too good at basketball at all. Right. So you just you just. You're just being a kid, then. yeah. Being a kid, okay. Yeah. Now, was your relationship close with your father before he passed? Uh, I wouldn't say it was 100% close, but mm-hmm. he was he was the father, of, like you know, he, he was the man of the house. Like I said, he take care of his house and my grandfather's house. So basically, he working and when he come back, like we excited to see him once he come off the okay. boat or whatever the case may be. But uh, he stopped working offshore like when I was like 10, easy 11, so it was like more of an everyday thing. He'll come to the baseball game, support us, okay, and stuff like that. And uh, I, when I'm by my mom's house, I call, call the phone, check up on him, but it wasn't no uh, like you know, I'm like, cool, we about to sit down 24 7. I could stay the whole week <laughs> by my daddy because I know that nigga gotta run and make his moves and stuff, but okay. uh, for the most part, he just was on like man, he was kicking, he was cool, he, he got four children, but he made sure that everyone he knew. Each and every one of us individually, like he personally knew us, so we had talks plenty of times. Like he sat there and talked to me and let me know what it was with certain situations and talked to me and let me know how he felt and stuff like that, trying to get me to open up. But I was a kid, so you know, I wasn't really, really, really in that. Yeah. All right. Now, when when did the rapping come into play for you? Uh, honestly, I always. I always was rhyming, like, mm-hmm. even five years old. I just, like, it really was Birdman's fault. I'm blaming on Stunner. You say Stunner. Birdman? Yeah, I'm going to blame it on Stunner. <laughs> <laughs> and tell him he forgot something if he listening to. He forgot something. I he need forgot a, something? I, I need that contract. Okay. But, uh, look, Come back. <laughs> it was like, um, it, it really was his fault. Seeing that, uh, like, what uh, the, my, my favorite video, my favorite song, uh, like, growing up was the, um, was the Man and Fresh, uh, boom, boom, clap. Oh, all right. <laughs> Seeing all them the videos and them stunting, pulling up in them crisis and stuff like that. I was about Big five times. years old. I just, yeah, I just was freestyling and stuff like that. But I didn't actually start taking it serious until I was about twelve. Like a couple of my friends at school was rapping. All right, and I'm 12. like, all right, cool. So I ain't the only one around this motherfucker with that dream. <laughs> like, right. So I really started jotting down stuff and you know, like just looking up to Wayne mm-hmm. and his. Bars back to back. It just was like, all right, cool. That just was a style of rap that I, I always knew, like metaphors, similes, and stuff like that. So it just fell into play. I didn't start dropping music until I was about 15, though. Okay. Now, you mentioned earlier that you were you was getting tired of the drill rap. Did Chicago influence you with drill rap? Because they have the new style of drill rap, which they call it the New York drill rap. Yeah. And the drill rap is kind of like it made itself around the world, but Chicago kind of made it. Polarized with the Chief Keith era, did they influence you any type? Uh, most definitely, most definitely. But like, I mean, they they just basically the way they the way they drill rap mm-hmm. uh, influenced me was the it influenced me to rap about more violence, like <laughs> not the not the style, but not just the, the violence. Style. It was more violence. Like at first, like when I first started rapping, it was kind of like uh, like I said, metaphors, similes. Mm-hmm. I was trying to come up with subjects to rap about, like mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. And uh, they just, they music just basically let me know, like, all right, cool. And then it was around the time I actually started falling into mm-hmm. 
activity. So it was like cool. Like I, I can throw this shit in the songs. Like yesterday, I just seen a nigga get busted by the police. I can throw this yeah, motherfucker. Put that in, in the song. Like, now. I don't gotta think about <laughs> rapping about snacks and yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fifteen when you start rapping with. What was people thinking? What was you thinking of the um, songs you was making? Uh, I thought it was fucking dope as a motherfucker. That's how it always I be, huh? like, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, man, look, I'm here. But I ain't gonna lie. My brother and my partner was like on some shit like, brother, that one ain't it. That <laughs> you one think everything you coming out like, with. I'm coming pressure, with. I done, huh? I done got the cover art made for it already. I'm like, man, I'm about, I got this motherfucker on saved on SoundCloud as a private song. I've been listening right to it for book. 10 days straight. I'm like, man, I got my drop date on this. <laughs> I sent it to them. They're like, no, brother. No, no. that ain't it. What was your like, reaction? I just was like, I, I'm open to criticism. Like, uh-huh. I was like, all right, cool. Like, till this day, I got a cousin that uh, he rap as well, but. I still send him my music. He sent me his music, and I let him tell me exactly what he on my ass about making a fucking Detroit type of style song, and I ain't really with it. Mm-hmm. You know, the Detroit yeah. floor is popular right now, yeah. but a lot of people feel like Detroit floor is kind of an extension of New Orleans it old flow. It is. A oh. lot of them artists done said it, and you can actually hear it in their beats. If you yeah, you do. See, you can actually hear it in their beats. It is, but... um. I ain't really with it. You ain't but, trying to do that? Nah, but once he told me, it was like, nah, dog, that shit ain't it. I'm like, all right, cool, I'm going to try something else. <laughs> but eventually, I actually got that one song where it was kind of like, all right, cool, a lot of people started fucking with it. Even at school, people was messing with it. So I'm like, all right, cool, I'm about to do something. And the song that they actually was messing with, I actually let nobody know I was dropping it. It was like a remix to uh, Future Commas. Right. And I was like, I let nobody know. I, I didn't let nobody know I was dropping. So that morning when I got to school, one of my partners heard. He was like, "Boy, that song you dropped this morning, that bit cold." Like that, you heard that? I look <laughs> on my SoundCloud. He got like twenty seven plays. I dropped it like two hours ago. I'm like, hold on, twenty seven. We <laughs> live. I'm doing something right now. <laughs> All right, now between fifteen, um, after you uh, after you rapping, when do you start really? I guess getting into the rapping and knowing that you're gonna be serious about it. Uh, Since you people hearing it in school. What's the next step? After I that? would think um, I was kind of still in the shell. Like I wasn't comfortable with shooting videos yet. Mm-hmm. So when I made sixteen, when I made sixteen, I was uh, I was I was hustling. So my mind was was like kind of money in and out. Like yeah, I was like damn, like that was. But that's the thing. I was doing that pre prior to rapping as well. But okay. it just I found rapping more interesting than than uh, my priorities at one point. So okay. I just do that first. But then, like, when I turned 16, I was like, all right, I want to do a video. But I couldn't find a cameraman. But then uh, Sun Production was coming up around that time. Shout you know, out to Sun, Sun Production. I didn't know that. <laughs> my cousin, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> man, I'm locked in with Sun for real, man, for real. Like, about you. Yeah. See, man, Sun, uh, once, once I started noticing him, I saw he was doing videos with T10. I wasn't too sure if he was just shooting for T10 or shooting for anybody else. Like, right. you know, so I got in contact with him. About that time, I had probably me 17, and uh, I had just graduated. Mm-hmm. The time was moving fast. I graduated early. And um, I had, we had did a video, uh, me and my partner had ended up doing a video, and once some production had and basically told me, like, the, the things, and then I was behind shooting the music, well, really, all he told me was, look into this camera. Energy, huh? Energy, <laughs> look into the camera. After that, it was just like, I just like, man. Because that, that, I, I remember that, because y'all was dropping... Constantly, yeah. Back and back, you was all yeah. over his page. Most definitely, yeah. I was, I was trying to work his ass. <laughs> but he was staying on my neck too. He had a lot. He had a big part of that too. He was staying on my neck, like nigga. When the next video is, nigga, mm-hmm. what's up? Like he was throwing them at me, like nigga. I do a deal this one. Ah, I, I shoot this one free, nigga. What's up? Like, I mean, he was, he was blessing me for real, for real. Okay, now you start shooting videos. You, you rapping about the um more violence, and 
When you're 19, you told me you got shot twice. Mm-hmm. What was this day like for you? Uh, honestly. Morning to the time it happened. <sighs> so basically, long story short, I was, um, I had just got off work. I was working overnight on the river. I was working overnight. I had my twit card. I was working overnight. And uh, I had came inside, ran by my grandfather's house. I was supposed to get one of my partners a ride. Mm-hmm. So I ran by my grandfather's house. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm about to sit over here. This nigga wasn't answering the phone. So I'm like, fuck it. All right, cool. I'm about to go inside. Go give me some rest because I got to go back to work again tonight. I got to work yeah. from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. So I ended up uh, going by my grandpa, taking a shower, sitting down with my grandpa, chopping it up, eating. And uh, as I'm eating, my partner hit me up like, yeah, come, like, you can swing this way. So uh, long story short, I had to go get something from but that's why I was really calling him, too, in the morning, because I had to go get something from him in his uh, house down the street from my job. But he okay. had done left and told me he was going somewhere with the shit. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I went to go meet him. And when I got there, I'm thinking he going to want to ride. This nigga was like, no, I don't want to ride. Like, I'm going to stay over here by Chick House. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, boom. So I'm like, all right, cool. So just normal fucking morning. I'm about to go back inside and take me a goddamn nap so I can go to work. go to work again. Morning. So I ended up, I was riding, driving in a car. <laughs> ended up. Ended up, man, I'm <laughs> driving, man, I'm driving in the car, dog. All I hear is shots going off, dog. All I hear is shots going off, and I just like, fuck. I mean, like any motherfucker going to do, they going to shoot fucking back. Like, fuck. I Did you sh- know where the shots were coming from? No. Behind side? No. So you just started shooting? Yeah. Like, when I heard them, it just like, boom. I identified them once I got fucking hit. That's the thing. Okay. I got hit before I could even shoot back. So, boom, I got hit, and it's just like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. This is what it is, but... I mean, shit, I'm here. So I drove myself to the hospital. I was just about to ask you that. So so you got hit twice in the stomach. I got hit once. Once in the stomach. So when you get to the hospital, you call your family. What's their reaction? I ain't called nobody. Like, look, the thing is, I thought I was good. Mm -hmm. I thought I was, I ain't had no shirt on. I had a jacket underneath. I see it. I see I'm hitting my stomach, Mm -hmm. unzipping my jacket. I look down. It's not bleeding on the outside or nothing, but it was doing internal bleeding, which I didn't know. So. Mm I uh I drove to the hospital, get there, and um I, I get out the car and I parked it right there in front of the the uh hey, the, emer- the emergency doors and the door was locked when I walked into it and I'm holding my kids. Once once I got up, it started hurting even more. I didn't, it wasn't hurting when I was driving. Then mm-hmm. once I got up, it started hurting even more. So I'm like uh I walk up to the doors, the doors is closed, and the officer was standing there. He was like point to the other doors, like further down, like. I'm like, Good. bitch, I'm shot. I'm like, I'm door. shot. Like, he like, I know, I know. I'm like, I'm fucking shot. He's like, uh, I know that. I'm like, open up the door. He's like, oh, you got to walk down there. I'm like, I'm shot. I'm not going nowhere. I'm open up the Tripping. door. So he 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 opened up the door because the uh, nurses reacted like, what's going on? So he opened up the door and he was like, what's wrong? He was like, uh, we got we got a gunshot wound victim. He was like, where is he shot at? He was like, the abdomen. And he just like, once he said that, bro, I swear it was like three people inside the inside the waiting room right there. Once he said that, like 10 nurses just started rushing. Oh, my gosh. Get him in the room now. Get him in the room now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, hold on. What's going on? Y'all are tripping now. Hold on. They said they both serious to you, huh? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I isolated. I'm like, I'm all right. She like, uh, I'm like, I'm going to be all right. She like, uh, um, we don't know. I can't tell you no, uh, you no problem. Scared but right there. I went, I still wasn't tripping, bro. You were I just like, like, I'm good. Yeah, Fuck I that. just laid, she was like, uh, come in the room, um, come in the room and lay down on the table. So I was like, all right, cool. She was like, it's cool if we get, uh, get you naked. I'm like, yeah, like, I ain't tripping out. She was like, uh, anybody you want to call or something like that. But I had, when I got shot, I called my partner on the phone as I was driving. I'm like, bro, I'm okay. shot. He was like, man, you lying. I'm like, brother, I'm fucking dead ass. I'm shot. Like, mm-hmm. he like, uh, where you going? I, I couldn't tell him what hospital I was going to because I really didn't know which way I was going to go. Like, all First thing was on my mind, I optioned at Jefferson. Uh, but I ended up um, running past university and jumping off the exit quick there. 
But uh, they was like, anybody want to call before you uh, go into surgery? And I'm like, uh, yeah, let me call. Tell my mom. Call my mom. They was like, what's her, uh, what's her number? I gave them gave them the number. She like, they was like, what you want to tell? Them? I was like, tell her I love her. Fuck it. Like, you know, I'm thinking I was gonna be. I'm still thinking I'm gonna be good for sure. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't even thinking like doing the surgery. I can pass or something like that. It might be. Uh, so boom. When I got up from the surgery, I had fucking detectives in the room. Detectives. You was a, you was awake during surgery? No, I was asleep. Oh, all right. So when I got up from the surgery, all I can remember was the lady was telling me like she must have read my hand. She was like, "Well, you from Hollywood, huh?" I'm like, "Yeah." I started laughing and mask on my Put face. Your ass I went straight to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> but I woke up to the damn to about four detectives in the damn room. Damn, and, and my mama oh. was sitting in front of me, and I leaned up like I, I reached. I leaned up and uh, I'm like, they would they run up on me as soon as they as soon as they see me. Hey, Mister Santa, I'm like, and she was like, uh, can we talk to you for a second? I'm like, about what? About what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what? She was like, um, we you, we know you you got shot and uh, blah blah blah, whatever the case may be. And I'm like, I'm just looking like, what? So I reach for the remote. Happened? I reach uh-huh. for the remote. They they got so mad because I reach for the remote. I'm looking at my mom, talking to my mom. They like, um, do you want to talk to us? I'm reaching for them. I'm like, no. She's like, uh, why you don't want to talk? I'm like, it's nothing to talk about. So I press, turn on the TV. I'm scrolling through the channels trying to find BT. Can't find BT. <laughs> so I'm getting pissed off that I can't even find BT. And y'all keep talking to me, bro. I don't want to even talk to you. So huh? My mom was like, um. My mom like, he don't want to talk. He sedated out the medicine. He don't want to talk. So they were like, uh, you want us to come back later? I'm like, no. She like, uh, I'm like, what the fuck is BT on the TV? I'm really going to 22. <laughs> like, man, I can't find BT. <laughs> so they was like, um, all right, we'll just try back later or whatever the case may be. And they came back later on that day or whatever after I woke up and tried to talk to me again. But I was like, I don't want to fucking talk. Okay. So. Now, after all this happens, What's your reaction to what's your next move after getting shot? How was the recovery? Oh, actually, I mean, up in the up in the hospital room, uh, when they moved me from the from the surgery part and brought me to an actual room, mm-hmm. my first thing was uh, I woke up and uh, the lady was like, um, "How you feeling, baby?" I'm like, "When I'm gonna be out with you? I gotta go to work tonight." She like, "What you mean?" I'm like, "I gotta go to work tonight. I gotta get to work." She like, "Baby, you just got shot. You ain't gonna be able to walk for like you ain't gonna be able to walk for like another week." I'm like, "Another week? Who?" And I jumped up out the bed like you tripping, man. Like she was like, you was walking. She thought she seen a ghost or something. I jumped up <laughs> like, man, you tripping? I gotta go to work. You tripping? So man. she was like, um, well, let's see if you can walk from one side of the hallway to the other side of the hallway. But that was hurting bad. I ain't gonna lie. Ain't I no work, like, huh? Ain't no work. I'm like, boy, they, yeah, they really mean. I ain't no work. And I ended up walking from one side of the hallway to the other side of the hallway, back and forth. That shit. That shit backfired on me because I was throwing up after that. I was dizzy as fuck, and I had nothing on my stomach. Hopping out the bed, I felt stupid. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, it's all over now. What's your reaction to how would you move after this? Now, antennas up more. Uh, Honestly, it it really didn't change a damn thing. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. I was. I mean, I got out of the hospital in a week, and shit. I had when my car got shot up. I was like, fuck. I need another car now. Mm-hmm. I was trying to give me another car, so I ended up. Uh, I actually ended up getting another car like two weeks after I got out the hospital. But uh, no, I'm lying. A week after I got out the hospital, the police ran inside the crib and arrested me. Bro, same police. I was lost. <laughs> I was lost as hell. Like no, they sent the, they sent the, like the uh, ATF SWAT team or whatever the case may be. I was lost as hell. You think it stemmed from that incident? They like you just got I died. didn't know what. No, first of all, I thought that they was coming to the crib just to like. Do a search warrant or something like, cause I was sleeping on the sofa. I had to stay up that that whole entire night. It was Valentine's Day, like 2019 or something like that, and I stayed up the whole night just laying down looking at YouTube. And uh, I just knew. Next thing you know, like 30 minutes after I go to sleep, all I hear is uh, 
all I see is flashlights coming through the window and get up, police, police. I'm like, what the fuck? My brother said he tried to wake me up several times because my people, they actually went to my mom's house and he went to my grandfather's house. Mm-hmm. So Nigga, my brother, yeah, so my brother was trying to wake me up, but I was knocked out. He's like, man, I smacked the hell out of you and everything. You still wouldn't get up. And yeah. I just was, uh, I woke up with fucking flashlights and assault rifles in my face and it was like, uh, get up, get up. Don't move, don't move. I don't know what the fuck to do at this time. You're telling me don't move, get up. I don't know. Look, just, just do what you, you got to do. me. Yeah, so the man snatched me off the sofa and he picked me up and he brought me outside. I was in my underwear. It's freezing cold outside. And I'm like, uh, um, can y'all give me my bathrobe to put on so I can, you know, like, I can, I'm, I'm cold. Like, me, please. Yeah, y'all can do what y'all got to do. I'm cold, bro. Like, I need, it was like, oh, you can't go to jail in the bathroom. Go to jail? Who going to jail? <laughs> Go to jail. Fuck. Go to jail. It was like, oh, for what? Oh yeah, we've been looking for you for two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> I just got out the hospital, buddy. Like, what so you could have got me at the hospital. Real talk, bro. I'm like, what you mean? Like two weeks. And like, oh yeah, um, I don't know what it's about, but uh, they say, oh, you want you've been wanted for two weeks. I'm like, all right, cool. So. I'm like, fuck it. All right, cool. Just give me my pajamas. I put on my pajamas, put on my jacket. Now, at this time, I still got an open wound of me being shot. Because okay. I've been out a week for, uh, I've been out of the hospital for a week. So they ended up bringing me to the back of the police car. So I asked the man what the charges was. He tell me what the charges are. I'm like, nigga, I got shot that day. What the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> He's like, oh, well, uh, that's not what they said. I'm like, bro, didn't you just see a fucking open wound on my stomach? So they charged you with like a tip burn or some no, shit? No, they charged me with an uh, aggravated assault with a firearm, discharging a firearm during a violent crime, illegal use of firearm. Man, a motherfucker just racked up charges on me and said, <laughs> go get this I nigga. I was self-defense. Yeah, man. like, I'm like, all right, cool. I see what it was. Uh, I see, I see what it was. Further down the line, I kind of understood what what the, why they arrested me because it just basically was like on some shit as in he didn't basically cooperate with us. So oh, all right, somebody right. got to go to jail for this bullshit. Right. Uh, you know, I'll tell us nothing about yeah. the crime. So you going, bitch? Yeah, so you going? So I ended up fucking doing like a week and a half and that with a fucking open wound on my damn stomach. I just like oh well, but that shit literally just just it really ain't do nothing to me. And it's crazy because about my daughter was on the way at the time. I, mm-hmm. She was like five months. My her, her mom was like five months with her, but it still wasn't like it. It, it just was happening so fast. None of it was still pro, none of it, it was processing you, yeah. in my head. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it just was happening so fast. So on that, the next thing I was thinking of was get a damn car so I can go back to work. Mm-hmm. I wanted to work. Shit, I got to provide some money. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's all over with this. Let's get back to the meals. That was a long story, man. It was. It was <laughs> now. You back? How does this affect the music career after this? Uh, are you still rapping? Or are you trying to get everything? That you say you won't go back to work. You ain't think about music at the time after this happens. I'm I'm devastated. I'm mm-hmm. hurt. My, I got a partner that was on my ass. It was like, brother, y'all got to get back to the music. I got to get back to the music. Get the merch done. Ooh, but bro, I just got shot. Like none of y'all don't yeah, understand exactly what the hell is that? I got shot. Was put in jail for me being shot. I'm like, this shit is not processed in my brain. I, mm-hmm. Music is the last thing I'm worrying about. So. I don't even know when I started doing music. Oh, I'm lying. I did shoot a video with Sun Production while I was shot. Like, it was some old stuff that I had. And mm-hmm. I just told Sun, like, let's go ahead and shoot this video. And we shot the video by the streetcar tracks or whatever up in, on, uh, in Pigeon Town by uh, Palmer Park or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, we shot that video, but I never released it because we had to reshoot it. And then once we reshot it again or something like that, I still didn't like how the video came out. And so I'm like, nah, we ain't gonna even do it. So I never released that one. But I did get back to music 
with that video, but as far as me writing music and, and making music, excuse me, um, I really didn't make no music after that for like a couple of months. I just was like, it just, I was just like, yeah. Building everything, process yeah. shit. That's understandable. Now, you had also a um, viral freestyle mm-hmm. on Twitter and Instagram. Correct. When you said it to me, I'm like, well, I remember this shit. Y'all was um, a bunch of y'all in the street, yeah. and y'all was um, freestyling. When you made this and the reaction came, what was your thoughts on that, of how everybody received it? See, Malapana, uh, it was his video shoot. We were student, shooting with Sun that day as well. Mm-hmm. So he was like, man, everybody just freestyle, just freestyle. And me, I know how to play my role. Like, I'm here for your video shoot, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be a video. I ain't going to lie, you bro. did take over like, the freestyle. Yeah, <laughs> see, look, I'm like, I'm going to just be here for the video. And I mean, uh-huh. I'm going to just support, you see what I'm saying? It was like, man, freestyle, freestyle. So... I'm like, all right, cool, boom. So I ended up uh, freestyling whatever the kids may be, and I ain't think the shit was hot. I'm like, fucking nah, I don't like it. But my Lapana kept playing it for himself after he got the footage, like his son had sent us the footage, like literally while we were standing there. Mm-hmm. So my my Lapana kept replaying it for like the next couple of days, like man, this bitch cold, this bitch cold. So he posted his freestyle on the ground. I remember and, that. Um, his shit went up too. This shit went up, and uh, then he ended up sneaking and posting mine. I'm like, you bitch ass nigga, like, I told you like this. but he was like, man, they on your trail, brother. They on your trail, like, bitch, they think it's cool. So I ended up, um, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna see what's up. So I posted it on my Instagram, mm-hmm. on the Insta Snap, and uh, BTYKJ, um, young and cousin, he ended up hitting me up like, man, send me this shit. So he posted it on his regular page, mm-hmm. and his shit went up fast, like fast on that page. So I'm like, hold up, they really messing with it. So I still ain't posting on my Instagram. I'm like, I'm gonna go to Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I ended up posting it on Twitter, like, uh, like Instagram. And I think I posted it as like, uh, you know, I talk my shit whenever. And like, I just was like, man, let me see if they gonna be feeling like, cause I know Instagram feeling it. And you know, Twitter is like, it's, it's a social media site. They anti-social <laughs> right. like a motherfucker right. on social media. <laughs> I mean, on Twitter. But I'm like, um, I ended up. What I did was I turned my notifications off mm-hmm. and I went to the gym. And I'm talking about like, <laughs> I'm in the gym for like 40 minutes to an hour and. Boom, I turned my notifications back on. I, I stopped in between. I turned my notifications back on in between my workout. And I look at the phone, that bitch. Dum, 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 I'm like, fuck this gym. I'm like, go home. Let's see what the fuck going on. So I check it. And then that like, like, I see like 3,000 views at the time. Like I said, I had posted it like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. They had Buku retweets and it just kept going up, kept going up. People commenting because, you know, I had pulled the damn gun out of my, out my underwear. Yeah. I had on no shirt. So motherfuckers was like, where this nigga gun came from? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I saw that shit. You were struggling to yeah, get that bitch, I would. <laughs> That's what people don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this bitch can't get it out. <laughs> nigga, I seen one, a lot of comments like, man, I thought he about to pull something else out. Like, he tripping, homies. He seen all the homie pubic, yeah. <laughs> like, I was really struggling to get that bitch out. Like, if somebody was swinging around that corner that yeah, time, bitch, yeah. That was about 10 seconds. I'm like, this bitch really like, fuck, fuck. But, um... Once that happened, it was going up. It kept going up, and shit got crazy. I'm like, damn. It got crazy towards where I started actually getting a whole bunch of random DMs from females. I'm like, okay, I can do this rap shit. Yes, like, it was out there mind in the DM. I'm like, man, what in the world? But, like I said, you got a, uh, you got a um, little sweet piece of that rapper, that rapper uh, group and shit quick, right there. Quick. It was quick. I'm like, man, this shit crazy. <laughs> All right, now. Also, you say you you um also want to showcase. What was the name of the showcase? Uh, Slater Mike. Slater Mike. Yeah. How did you enter this showcase? How did this come about? Um, I actually seen them promoting it on Instagram. Like Mr. Mina from Partners in Crime. He mm-hmm. was promoting it on Instagram, and uh, I just had uh DM'd him. I had DM'd him and said something about it. Uh, something about something on Instagram, and he was like, "Well, 
why don't you come and perform for the uh, showcase, like audition for the showcase? Because at first it was auditions that they were mm-hmm. doing. So um, I'm like, all right, cool. I auditioned for it. And it was like it was an opportunity to win $500. Now, at the time, I was selling my CDs. Mm-hmm. I was selling CDs. So I'm like, cool, that's rap money to me, basically. Like, I'm selling, I'm making money off my CDs. It's an additional $500 I can possibly win. So I ended up um, going down there to the studio and auditioning for him. And he was like, man, I'm fucking with your music, bro. Like, you're like, for real, for real. Like, beyond this Slate of Mike stuff, you're like, man, I'm messing with you. So I'm like... I appreciate it, bro. Him and uh, him and Chuck, him and Chuck, Chuck like a big brother to me too, like a mentor. He was like, man, they were like, man, we fucking with you, bro. Like we worked with Youngin, and like you got that it factor, like you see what I'm saying. So I just uh, in, ended up uh, getting into the Slater Mike competition that time. I ended up doing it like two or three times before I actually won. Mm-hmm. Like it was some uh, some things that happened in between uh, a few of them, but like the second time I, yeah, the second time I entered, somebody uh, ended up winning. It came down to me and him. I was basically a run-up. It came down to me and him. And the third time I came back, it, they asked me to come back. Because I really didn't want to do it again. Because I kind of, like, was looking at it. Like, the purpose of it was to bring artists together. And it was doing that. So, like, I took it as, like, the actual purpose is working. And I'm connecting with other artists. Networking. So, I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm networking. So, I'm like, I'm cool with that. But they wanted me to come back again. So, I came back and won it. But You, remember, like, you remember who you lost to? Uh, yeah. Uh, La Hood. All right. Man, he you think jail, you like, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, that, that, <laughs> man, that dude, that dude, you said the dude. I think I should have won. Yeah. He should have won. Nah, that nigga crowd oh, came dude, with it because it's, it's basically off the audience. Like, all oh, right, it's yeah, like your supporters. Like, like, like one hundred six apart. Yeah, you scream for him. You scream. Yeah, him. your okay. audience got to come in. Once everybody eliminated, like the crowd got to scream for people that's up there level. Oh, and that nigga, that nigga crowd showed the fuck up. I'm talking about that nigga partner was on stage. I'm like, man, oh, y'all better show y'all out. Got. Y'all better show out. And then boom, they scream and of course shit this shit was loud. I'm like, fuck it. Like, all right, that's cool. So afterwards I dapped them all to them like good shit, bro. Like that's just what it was. And then after they played this song, we turned up together to this song. Like, you know. Right. So that was that was that was some that was some nice shit. But yeah, he definitely should have won out. We went out one fast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, you honest. Now, performances as well. Houston, New York. How was the performances? Which, which one was better? Uh, I would say Houston. Houston. Because New South, York was more South. of a competition. Okay. Again, and that was for like a thousand dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, New York, I mean, it was like basically we was going up against different people. Like I'm, I went up against somebody that was doing reggae. So it was kind of like deep style of music up there is reggae up in yeah, New so, Jersey and so stuff they, like that. They so took kids in yeah, and they had judges and stuff like that. So the judges was feeling the reggae, but they was telling me like, "Yo, we feeling that New Orleans shit, bro. Like that mm-hmm. shit cool." But and they had a whole bunch of people like kind of like uh, from the crowd that was just running up on me because I had went stood outside after that. Mm-hmm. And they was just running up outside like, "Man, don't let that shit bring you down, bro. That shit cold." Like, but up in Houston, when I went to Houston, oh man, I went to went there and had like a like a ten minute set. I rocked that bit with like five souls. Man, I was tired. Out of breath. <laughs> them motherfuckers in a crowd first, was like. That was your first like real set where you yeah, put a lot of souls? Yeah. And them motherfuckers in the crowd was like, they was turning up the whole time to the song. Like as if they knew it, they was turning up. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm feeling this. And then I had CDs at the time too. So I was passing out my CDs afterwards too. So it was really like, man, it's crazy. Like because people was messing with the music and they was getting the CDs, throwing them right in after I gave them the CDs. Like, Okay. I have some um, rap questions about um, just the general, not personal question towards you, but if you can answer the question about rappers. All right. Why do, I guess, most rappers choose rap? 
Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> probably, probably for the money, because a lot uh-huh. of people join rapping for money. Because mm-hmm. like they probably think it's a quick come up. Like mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Like any, I don't know. Like basically, how people just choose sports instead of looking into something else. Like right. it, what I can, I can be on the debate team, or either I can be a lawyer, something like that, and debate it'll work team. out in a long time. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But uh, a lot of people just think that, all right, cool. Like, if I go straight to rapping, I might blow up out of one song and boom, I'm done. We get money off the table, like, yeah. you know. So I think that's why a lot of people choose rap. And then they actually kind of start feeling a passion for it and actually start liking it. And easy, over time, it's either you're going to get better or you're going to fall the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Only the two. You're going to get better or fall the fuck off. So some people get better, some people fall off, and some people still hang on to it because they got the passion for it. So that's why a lot of I think a lot of them choose it just mostly for the money. Okay, another one. It, do you feel it's the artist's fault or the label's fault when it comes out that oh I'm fucked in this deal, they don't want to let me drop nothing? Who it's you the, blame? It's the artist's fault because right, this shit explain. been this shit been happening since <laughs> fucking 1985. This man. coming from an artist too, like, y'all. It's, so. it's the artist's fault, bro. Because like I'd have been in, I didn't, I didn't sit down with somebody and actually read over a contract, and it wasn't no big ass major deal. But mm-hmm. when I read over the contract, when I read over the contract, I was gonna be paying this nigga from helping me, from from being with me, like <laughs> from signing to him. I was gonna be paying him. I read the contract. And he was like, "Yeah, just sign right there." He was just flipping through the pages. He flipped over the middle page. I'm like, what that one is? He like, oh, I'm like, let me read it. So he was like, all right. So he gave me the paper. I'm reading over all this shit. And I'm sitting, we sitting in the middle of the mall, sitting in the middle of the mall, meeting up. Reading, and I'm huh? reading over the papers. And like, a lot of the shit I do with myself, I knew I should be having somebody else helping mm-hmm. me with it. But a lot of shit I like kind of doing with myself because I have a better understanding when I get a visual, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like, cool, I'm reading over it. I'm like, nah, this ain't it. This ain't right. This ain't it. So he was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to write you up another contract then. I'm like, no, don't even worry about it. If you're going to try to do that on don't the first one, Yeah, <laughs> don't even worry about it, bro. Don't even worry about it. Okay, okay. Now, what's your thoughts on, I guess, artists wanting to get out of contracts after they blow up, though, you know, like when an artist is small and they sign to the label, and then that label puts in the work, they put them, they put them out, they put, then they get to the bigger label. But yeah. now they don't want get them proceeds to the small label that helped them first. Uh I, I honestly think they, they idiots. First of all, <laughs> idiots, like, because <laughs> because like I said, it's the artist's fault that they got into that contract. Uh-huh. So basically, you blow up, and those people need their fucking money back. You know what I'm saying? Right. They didn't give you fifty thousand for an advance, a hundred thousand for an advance, or something like that. Not a big label. They need yeah. That. They they need that back. You know what I'm saying? So you feeling some type of way because you still and then it's still contract agreements. Like you probably got to drop three studio albums. Yep. And sometimes they do be playing games. Like I heard Meek Mill say that they try to make him drop his Dream Chasers three as a mixtape because the previous ones yeah. was mixtapes. And he was like, Nah, this is an album. Like y'all tripping? Like <laughs> I'm trying to get out. Yeah, man. but uh-huh. um, a lot of people be forgetting about that too. Like just because you blow up, now they want all their money. Like damn, I want all this money. But at the end of the day, you basically benefit from that contract, and they benefit from that contract. You see what I'm saying? It's just that your benefits are uh, basically in the long and in, in, in the long run is not as beneficial as theirs. You see what I'm saying? Because they still eating in the long run, and now you done ran through your money because you got excited with all this and. Ain't nobody tell you run through your money. So are you trying to get out? I just feel like that's just stupid on your behalf for not even paying attention from the start of the beginning. And whoever was behind you, another thing is, you see what I'm saying? Whoever was supposed to, like, you know, you're supposed to have an attorney to help you look over that type of shit mm-hmm. as well. Whoever else didn't look over that, then 
That, that, that was stupid on their behalf. That's why I salute Kanye, because I seen on the documentary that he was signing with Rockefeller, and he was reading over the shit his damn self, doing all that other shit. So Kanye, smart as a motherfucker. You know you call him crazy, but they call him a genius. Yeah. Now, when, you know, all all rappers, not even rappers, everybody, they dream about getting rich and what they'll do with their first big bag of money. It read if it's a million dollars, two million dollars, a lot of people um, had these little shows where they be, I spent this first million on. I got the car. I got the mama house. I got me some chains. What's your first big bag of be like? Nah, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going <laughs> to lie. At first, for a while, I didn't know what I was spending on, but, uh-huh. boy, the way my mama backed me with this shit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. If I if I fall off afterwards, the first thing Shout she out, getting, the way, the first thing she getting is a damn house, bro. Like, I uh-huh. just did that, that concert the other day, the performance, uh-huh. and she was on stage with me. Turn it up, know every uh, word. You know, I had to let them know, like, that's my mama behind me bucking. They're like, you know what I'm saying? This ain't no fat, that's my mama behind me. So that's the first thing I'm gonna do make sure I get her a house to ease her car, whatever, you know, whatever she desired. But I really want it to be a house. But after that, I'm gonna go ahead and invest into other businesses. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna invest this in my rap music, but I'm gonna invest in other businesses. Like, I got my CDL. So I'm gonna go grab me a couple of trucks, probably. Yeah, yeah. I got my CDL too. You know. Yeah, see, I'm gonna go <laughs> grab me a few trucks, and I'm gonna go some shit. Well, I know for sure. Like if this rap stuff ain't moving, I still got money that's gonna come, you know, and pay the bills. And then of course, those people got to get their money back. You see what I'm saying? So okay. they might get it back through music, or they might have to get it back straight out my pockets. Either way it go, <laughs> I got it still. You see what I'm saying? Facts. Now, we talked about music. I want to get, I got these two cards I want to ask you about a little bit, some relationship things, because I want to ask artists so people can see them outside of music, so I won't get your take on these, so let me know what you think of these two cards. I'm going to read this first question for you. I don't hold back, yeah? All right. You single or in a relationship? I'm if I single. Ask you this, all I'm right. single. <laughs> your best friend admits to often fantasizing about you. This is a woman. You got a woman best friend? I, I know. All right. Your best friend, Mister, often fantasizing about you and your significant other, and asks for a threesome. How would you respond? Mm, see the thing is, I don't know if my significant other gonna be cool with it. So it's like, <laughs> this is how would you respond? Uh, yeah, see, like, boom, I'm thinking to myself. <laughs> now I'm gonna think to myself, like, damn, I could bring it to her attention and let right. her know. But you know, a lot of females have problems with best friends have been, you know, so. I might go ahead, depending on what I'm doing in a relationship, because I do cheat. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. I do cheat. I do cheat. <laughs> depending on what I'm doing in the relationship at the moment, if I'm cheating or either if I'm being faithful, I might just go ahead and go ahead and be like, you know what? Don't worry about her. All right. Let's focus on me and you, you know? like Let's me and you do it. Yeah. Let's tell them out later. No threes. Yeah. But uh, if, if anything, like if I'm being faithful, like, you see what I'm saying? I'd be like, big if y'all, you, if I'm you tripping, faithful. like you tripping. I mean, I'm gonna fall back because she was right about this shit. She told me not to trust you, bitch. Like, boy, <laughs> <laughs> this baby boy shit. This only event. <laughs> All right, how long have you ever been faithful? What's the longest you ever been faithful in a relationship? Uh, like a year or two. All right, all right, strong there. One more. A woman's best friend is a chronic cheater. Her significant other feels uncomfortable and doesn't want them going out together. Is he reasonable? I mean, he reasonable. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. He reasonable. But uh, I I kind of feel like it's not 100% insecure and it's, like, not 100% uh, self-conscious. It's kind of, like, basically he just know for sure. Like, basically, if I seen your best friend cheating in, uh, around me and I know for sure that she can influence you to cheat, then it's, like, 
You think nah, birds don't fluff the flock together? Yeah, but I'm not that type of person, honestly, because <laughs> like I done deal with, with some relationships and some of my girlfriends that had some wild ass best friends that are knocking knock my cousin down on the first night. And I mean, I ain't looking at it like, oh no, you can't be hanging with her. She tripping. She just uh-huh. fucked my cousin last night. <laughs> she just fucked my partner last week. I don't be like that. I just like, you know, if, got if that's what you shit. choose to yeah, if that's what you choose to do, that was your decision. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And I know how to walk away from situations. So if it if it comes to the light and I find out that's what you did, then adios. It ain't about what you know, it ain't about being able to handle that shit or not being able to ditch out what you what you can't handle. It's about what you want to tolerate, you see what I'm saying? So like Nah, that shit I'm stepping away from. Now, ladies, y'all got a little bit of what he think about a cut relationship thing. So, y'all, y'all, y'all been in this brand. You got any other hobbies outside of music? Uh, yeah, I, I, I like, I like. <laughs> what you about? What you laughing for? You about to do some funny because, shit? You like man. juggling? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, bro. What you like? Man, to I do? like skateboarding and playing tennis, bro. Okay, okay. I like shooting pool too. Right, Skateboard, right. playing tennis, shooting pool. Other than that, I don't really think nothing else. All right. And most, for the most part, I'll be spending time with my kids. Now, um, we got we got a surprise for y'all. He gonna bless y'all with some balls today. So we're gonna put on a beat. You wanna pick the beat? Uh or you want me to just throw on something? I'm gonna just go to YouTube and uh, put in the main cooling on type go, of beat. Go to, <laughs> <laughs> go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. They can see main cooling on type beat. What you want me to put? Drill beat, Detroit beat, Young uh, Boy beat, Dirk beat. Shit, I don't know, bro. I honestly wouldn't know. Let me see. Uh, I'm gonna let them pick y'all. I'm gonna do a throwback beat. Throwback beat. Let me see. I'm gonna just type in fucking 2000s. 2000s beat. Hip hop. Oh yeah, you say you freestyle too. You say you yeah. haven't been writing in two years, huh? Yeah, I ain't writing. I ain't writing in a minute, bro. Where that come from? That's like Wayne. My type my of cousin it. forced me on that shit, bro. Like he he forced me into that shit. Like basically. Like, you need to work faster type shit. You see what I'm saying? Like, you need to work faster. Like Was it hard? Uh, It was after a while. It was. Oh, this is a good one right here. This is a good one right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, now, if you man. fuck up, keep going. This is a live, this live show. I ain't going to be editing this shit for you. I got it. I got it. But, nah, it was, it was, he, it, it was hard. It was hard after a while. It was hard. I mean, it was hard to begin with. It was hard to begin with, but mm. it kind of was like, it became like a walk in the park for me. Okay. Like, I just, and I don't completely freestyle all the way through. I, it depending, like, at the start of the beat, I would have to freestyle all the way in. Because if I'm punching in at the start of the beat, that song not for me. You see what I'm saying? All right. But if I don't come out straight with a flu at the start of the beat, then boom, you're tripping. Like, it's not it. All but right. if I come straight out and, yeah, I think I could finish that motherfucker and get through it. All right, y'all, we about, to, we about to see then. It's a, it's a throwback. T.I., you don't know me. Okay. Take a hit, man. All the girls find us and niggas know that I get on. Uh, uh. If they said smoke, we up for 30 days and 30 nights. I'm quick to pull up on like I'm trying to get my chest right. Spinning in front of his crib, wetting shit up like sprinklers. 
Brody while I out with that glizzy Call him Nick Cannon, the stupid says so go And I'm popping out for show When I pop out with this bitch in my hand, it ain't for show Ain't no running, ain't no grazing, ain't nobody out surviving I'm hopping out, running down, and putting this bitch to your noggin I got two hands on that cutter, like I'm operating a weed eater Speaking on my partner, that's the quickest way to link with him My shoes call Chicago, my jeans call she rent pavement For 2500 air comes spraying like exterminators I feel like I'm tipped back in 2006 But I'm not just anybody, I got choppers in this whip Bitch, I'm feeling like I'm tipped back in 2006 I don't hang with anybody's real killers in this whip I'm a real street nigga, I just happen to rap And if a nigga think I'm lying, you can Google the facts I'm up in the trap, I'm posted with it all on my lap I'm top five in my section, got the grow on my back And right now I'm posting up with tape vision Know we doing our thing, boy Gotta keep it, hold it down And mm, 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 mm. Nigga, <laughs> hold on Hold on, let me come back on Hold on, all right Look, look I'm the hottest in the city I ain't even trying to argue with you If a bitch go to trip Smack it in the foot, brother I'll groove in the building I'm the hottest out, nigga Hold it down for my section Don't you ever forget, boy Top three in my section I said top five at free <laughs> I gotta hear that back. Top three. I said top five at first. Yeah, I said top five at first. Top three. Y'all top got a real three. freestyle, bro. When y'all come on here, I be letting y'all pick y'all beats and pick shit that y'all wrote. Mm-hmm. But this a freestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start calling we y'all shit. We can throw something else on too if y'all want. Come on, we can do we can one throw more. something Let's else go. on if y'all want. What you wanna do? Uh, shit, let me see. Uh, fuck. I don't know. Let me see. Let me go back to this damn category again. He giving y'all two, man. This a let me go back to the category again. I seen it. Sky's the limit. I whip it. Hit him up. Oh, sky's the limit. You can um try or die. I'm gonna do this one. I'm gonna do this one. I don't think they heard that one before. I used to be infatuated with this song when I was younger. Up with some gloves so you know it's going down It ain't about where you from, young boys, where you at? And I'm hoping that you strap when I pull up on your set And I love competition, don't be scared to buzz back I'ma pop you like a pill and then forget you like my ex Well, I gotta keep a peace, cause my beef's trying to creep When it's beef, I don't sleep, now they tell your ass to cease I got love in these streets, plus my daddy was a G I'm a highly grilled nigga, boy, you better do some research I can snap my fucking fingers just to put you on a t-shirt If you scared, go to church and tell a reverend he can get it too Ain't no fuck exceptions when I'm shooting fucking out mm, Ain't no exceptions when I'm shooting for that revenue Niggas know I do when I'm mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Look, I'm a, I'm a hustler that I'm a hustler by cash Look, keep it out I got two for 25 I fucked the game up Bag biggers than Mitch on paying for <laughs> Oh, man Gang, yeah. gang I said shout out to Casper Shout out to me If you in the streets, just squash the damn beef it ain't the damn serious if it ain't about no money And if it's about some damn pussy, then y'all both fucking flung Cause I ain't lying, I be doing this shit for real Niggas tripping, niggas bitches, niggas hoes And I, mm, mm, mm. I pull a nigga car, make him mad like a draw foot These niggas really hoes And mm, mm. <laughs> pull a nigga car, make him mad like a draw I can talk my shit on this bitch all day, but I ain't even gonna lie <laughs> I can talk my shit all day on this motherfucker, bro That shit funny as fuck, bro <laughs> Man, all right, bro. 
Let's see. Now, we got all these mixtapes out. Do you have an official album? Nah. Why no official album? 